Good afternoon, everybody, and thank you for turning in to Carolina Small Talk, where we talk about everyday life and keep the good times rolling. Uh, I am your host, Eric B. On this podcast, we're going to cover a variety of topics, uh, current events, sports, relationships, religion, politics, music, and more. Like, the list just keeps going. I'm sure there's going to be here something for everybody here, and uh, y'all just stay tuned. There's going to be many episodes to come. Uh, some stuff about me. I'm a senior biology major at UNC Pembroke. Uh, I'll be graduating this year, spring. Uh, I am looking to join the Coast Guard. I have a criminal justice minor. And, uh, I like to play music. A lot of brass instruments. I'm in the marching band, pet band, jazz band, things like that. So I, uh, I get around the campus a lot. So y'all stick with me and we'll get this episode started. So first topic is going to be about college life and things I wish I knew when I first started. They would have really helped me out and things I've I've learned over the years that I try to tell other people that I know that are just starting out, things that make their lives easier. The first thing I want to stress is college campuses have so many more people than 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 you ever could have thought would be at one school. Like in high school, I graduated with a big class. It wasn't a huge high school, but I still graduated with over 300 people. And I knew most of them. And that's just from, you know, being with them through public school system. But still, I knew a lot of them. I felt like I had to know a lot of people to be, you know, respected and liked. But in college, that doesn't matter. You don't need to know everybody. Like, there are close to, you know, 3,000, 4,000 people on this campus. There's no way I'm going to get to know everybody. And there's no need for me to get to know everybody. I mean, if I'm going to run for homecoming king or something like that, then yeah, I'm going to have to, you know, you know, have this huge umbrella of, like, people I'm impacting and talking to. But I'm not trying to do all that. i just trying to get through my college career, have some good times and good memories, and have some connections with people that I could, you know, continue to have those friendships after. So... You don't need to know everybody. Just make those few connections, you know, those people that are really going to help you. That's the stress point. People that are really going to help you. You don't need those people that are have you out all night till 3 o'clock in the morning getting drunk. That's not going to help you get through college. It doesn't make sense to be in college and not go to class. That's my second point. Go to class. doesn't make sense to pay all this money to go to college and you're just going to be in your room sleeping. You can sleep at home for free. You came here, you paid your money here to go to class. So go to class. And I guarantee you, you're going to thank yourself later because you're going to come out of here with a lot more, less money to be owed back to the government because, you know, none of us can really afford this anyway. Another point is, your goals might change as you go through college. You're going to have different majors and all these people talking to you, and all of a sudden you might realize, hey, I want to do this instead of this. Uh, a good friend of mine, he came here a broadcasting major, and now he's a music education major. Like, your thoughts will change, and that's okay. And sometimes your thoughts change where you don't want to be in college anymore, and you don't feel like this is the path for you right now. That's also okay. I had a really great friend in my first year here. She was a nursing major, and then she started doing nursing work, and she really hated it. And then she started doing English. Because she's pretty good at writing and creative writing. She didn't like that either. She found it really boring. 
And so she thought she might want to be an art teacher. So she tried that out. But she found out that maybe this whole college thing really isn't for her. So she decided that she's going to drop out of school. And now she works at a daycare with kids, taking care of kids, has her certifications and everything. Maybe one day she'll work back up and want to be an elementary school teacher or something like that. But she changed her mind along the way, and it's okay, because she's still successful, and she's still living her best life out here. That's what it's all about, just living your best life. Now, if you do find that right major, like I knew when I was coming here, I wanted to do animal studies. Zoology is what it's called. Not zoology. Zoology. We'll get to that later. But I know exactly what I wanted to get, like look into when I got here. So I planned it out. It's always important to have a plan. Because if you can plan it out and stick to the plan, you'll get out of here faster. I know people that just keep taking withdrawals or they keep scheduling their classes, but they're scheduling out of order and things like that. So they're, it's just messing them up down the line and they're not going to get out of here as fast or even on time. So make sure you plan out what you're doing. Another thing is to talk to your professors, man. Your professors are the key to what we're all doing here in college. We pay money to learn from them. Now, also, we pay money for them to give us a piece of paper, but that's a whole different concept. Your teachers will help you out if you are struggling in class, if they know you. So you have to get to know your professors, or at least have them know you. And that's in a good way, not in a bad way. You don't want them to know you as the kid that sits in the back of the class with his headphones in. Wants them to know you as that student who's engaged and asks questions and is actually motivated to learn. That's important. Now, you might feel awkward because, you know, in high school we're all like, no, you don't want to be the teacher's pet. And when you get here, that transfers a little bit. Some of the freshmen are still like, mm, I'm not talking to that teacher, that's stupid. It's not stupid, it's called getting a good grade. Because guess what? Facebook is not going to teach you anything. The teacher is actually going to teach you something. So as you move through your collegiate career, talk to your teachers. Doesn't You don't even have to go to their office hours. The only office hours I have ever been to were my advisors to get my pen. Those are the only office hours I've ever been to. I don't go to the office hours to do extra notes, extra time, and suck up to the teacher. No. I just talk to the teacher before class. Like, good morning. How is your day going? That's it. That's all you need. And then if a teacher asks a question in class and the whole room is silent, you can basically hear the crickets chirping, just say something. Whether it's rephrase the question or if you have a partial answer in your mind, just spit it out. Because they're not going to ridicule you for being wrong. I mean, there, I'm sure there's some teachers out there, but you'll know ahead of time because those teachers, will, like all the other students, will tell you not to take them. But just go ahead and spit it out. Say something, you know? That'll make, they'll show the teacher you have initiative and you're actually doing something. And they'll like you a lot more. And that comes, it comes in handy towards the end of the semester if, say, you got this paper that you have to do, but you don't really have enough time to finish it because you procrastinated a little bit. You might get a little bit of help from the teacher. Whether it's, they'll give you an extra day, they'll look over it for you so you, they can, you know, review it and you can get a better grade, something like that. A lot of teachers are not going to give you extra credit because, you know, you didn't earn the money. You didn't, I mean, you didn't earn your grade, so they're not going to give you that extra credit. But they'll at least give you a little 
little help, a little push, you know what I mean? And also, those, say your grade is 89.5. If the teacher doesn't like you, they're not going to bump it up to a 90 to give you an A. They're going to leave it right there at that B plus or that B or whatever it is. They don't care. Their salary is not dependent on whether you get an A or a B or a B or a C. God forbid a C or a D. So if they like you, they might bump you up that point five, that point seven. I've had a class where I definitely had a solid 88 and it came out with an A. That's because I talked to the teacher, I engaged with the teacher, and he felt that I had worked hard enough and earned an A in that class. So talk to your teachers and actually, you know, get something out of this school experience, all this, this college experience. And college experience doesn't have to involve getting drunk or partying all the time. I don't like to party. Did I party when I first started? Yes, everybody does. Well, now I'm just, I go to sleep by like 10. And trust me, you will get partied out. And if you don't get partied out, you might be doing something wrong. You might want to reflect on your life choices. But hey, there's nothing wrong with hanging out with friends. But make sure you get your work done, because that's what comes first. You're not paying this tuition to hang out. You're paying this tuition to get that degree. So let's stay focused, y'all. Stay focused. Alrighty, y'all. Alright, everybody. I'm going to do a quick segment that I'm going to start doing on all my episodes. This is uh, Today in History. So today is October 14th. and. Uh, Today in history, in 1964, Martin Luther King Jr. won the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, I thought this is an appropriate thing to bring up today, because there's so many things that happen today in history, like a lot. But this is Nobel Prize Week, and uh, we're going through a lot of problems in our country these days with, um, you know, just like racial boundaries are being taken back to times that we just don't need to revisit. You have things like police brutality and all these things that I just, they just don't make sense. And I just want to bring light to all the hard work that uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. did and all those things. And uh, he won that prize for advocating a policy of nonviolence. And I think that's an important thing to remember that his policy was basically nonviolence. That talking to people and making connections can change the world. And he did that. And he really proved that he that that is a real thing to do. He was only the the third man of African descent to win a Nobel Prize. And he just he was also the I'm pretty sure he was also the youngest. I think he was the youngest African American man to ever win a Nobel Prize. That just says so much about who he was as a person, all the things that he did. Um, Nobel Prize Week was this week, so y'all should really go check out all the the big things and all the all the the laureates have done. The laureates are the people who win the Nobel Prize. Um, cause it's a lot of people I didn't know. Like a lot of people in my classes didn't know that there was more than one Nobel Prize. Um, yeah, there's there are six that they give out every year. There's one for medicine, one for physics, one for chemistry, one for literature. Uh, obviously the Nobel Peace Prize, and then one for economics. And there was a lot of interesting things that um, got done this year that were 
you know, people who were nominated for Nobel Prizes that won. And um, some of the really cool ones were like for physics, there was, I can't remember if it was two people or just one guy that he like discovered like an like a, a planet and stuff like that. And these other two guys like helped understand how Earth fits into the universe and all this crazy stuff, like stuff that I couldn't even possibly understand. Um, the guy who won the Nobel Prize for Economics, he did research on, he did like a statistical analysis of how um, how wealth is divided in a lot of countries. And obviously, there's a huge, huge gap between the 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 one percent and then the, the lower classes of every country. But yeah, so y'all should go check that out. Um, that's uh, today in history. Alright everybody, I think that's going to wrap up this, the premiere episode of Carolina Small Talk. Thank you for tuning in, thank you for listening. Um, Please stay tuned for more episodes, they will be coming out soon. Please share, if you liked what you heard, share it with your friend. I'm sure someone else would love to hear, or really relate to the topics we talk about on this show. If you have any comments or anything you would like to send in, or you'd like a shout out, go ahead and send me an email at carolinasmalltalk at gmail.com. And uh, I'm, you might get featured on the show. Uh, thank you so much. Y'all have a blessed day.